Hello and welcome to iHeart Reading. Damn it, I am your host Jen Johnson, and today I will be reviewing the book Sing on Buried Sing, a novel by Jasmine Ward, who, as O, the Oprah Magazine says, is a tour de force. She is a New York Times bestseller, and this particular book was on the 10 best books of the Un- of the New York Times book review in 2017. It is a National Book Award winner, and those are but some of the accolades that this book has won or received. This book received 4.1 stars on Goodreads. I gave it a 4.5. I want to give it a 5. Throughout the almost the entire book, I was given it a 5, and then the end altered my perspective on that. It's still a fantastic book, and I could not recommend it enough. Please read it. There are so many pieces that um, really get to the heart of who we are as a country, so I think you should read it. Um, And not only just who we are as a country, but who we are as humans and individuals. I love the books that uh, really just speak to the truth of the human condition, and this book does that in spades. So what's the book about and should you read it? Yes, you should 100% read it because the character development is so rich. You get inside the skin of these characters and it feels amazing. What the book is about, it's not really what the book's about, but about how you go on this journey with them. So it's kind of near impossible to tell you what this book is about because it's not just a story about a negligent mother who has two children who lives with her parents who essentially raise her kids while her boyfriend is in jail for drug-related charges um, who decides to take the kids and have a family reunion with dad when he gets out of jail. She brings her friend along and as you might imagine, a mom who's not very present in her kid's life, um, it's kind of uh, a shit show. It's basically a shit show. But inside of that, layered inside of that, is is all of the human beauty that lies inside of the shit, you know? Explaining this book would be like taking a, a song that you love and breaking it apart piece by piece, note by note, and trying to make sense of that instead of just being in the presence of the, the music and let it wash over you and to feel the music, to feel the beats, to feel the rhythms, to feel the melody, to let it get inside your skin, inside your cells. One of the descriptions I saw for this book says that it, quote, grapples with the ugly truths at the heart of the American story. And that as is, is as close to a description as I can give to what this book is about. I will say that interwoven inside of it, the tapestry that it creates, which is this American story, um, of course, are multiple layers that are woven in, which if you look at the backside, looks like chaos. But when you look at the front, when you look at the finished product, it's absolutely gorgeous. So for me to dissect it 
would be extremely challenging and would sort of defeat the purpose. The point is, is that this book is beautiful. So I want to share some feelings with you and, and maybe a couple of thoughts as well. Okay, so what I was feeling and thinking as I was reading this book, I kind of jotted down some really simple notes on how this book made me feel for about 98% of the book, which is pretty damn good. It's nothing profound. It's just what I felt in my body. And here it is. This book is so good, it hurts. This book, this whole damn book. Good God Almighty, it's good. Yes, sir, that is a good-ass book. And that is what I felt the entire read. I felt like I knew these characters. They were so rich, so deep, and so beautiful, and so real, and so flawed, and so fucked up, and also so resilient, and so kind and so understanding all of the human pieces are in these characters there's beauty there's fear there's horror there's disgust there's kindness there's compassion there's love there's longing there's guilt there's everything okay The other thing that I wrote right after I finished reading this book was this. Damn. Wow, that was powerful and beautifully written. Absolutely gorgeous writing, on par with the greats. More to the point, Jasmine Ward is a great herself. The characters are extremely rich and real and honest. They simply are themselves in that there is a realness, and a rawness. I was inside their heads, inside their worlds. I was right there with them, physically and emotionally, feeling what they were feeling. The hot, the sweat, the worry, the despair, the sadness, the fear, all of it wrapped up. I was there with them. I felt it too. What I loved about this book, aside from everything I just said, was how it took all these pieces of our country, all of these systemic injustices that we banter back and forth about all the time and wove them together in a way that is simply just a story. It's not anything that beats you over the head. It's not even something that if you weren't necessarily looking for it, you would see. But it's all in there. All of it. And it's so simple. It's deep. It wraps in racism and slavery and the industrial prison complex with religion and and poverty and the drug problem. It speaks to all of those things in such a subtle way. Like you don't even know that it's there or, or... you, you do, you have an awareness because she, it's, it's part of the story, but it's not, it's not in your face. You could read this book and it could completely just be in your subconscious, I think, or at least for the most part. If you have half an eye for it, if you have half a heart for it, it's there. 
The best that I can tell you is that this book is the intersection of everything that's fucked up about race and systemic injustice in America, but it doesn't beat you over the head about it, like I said earlier. It simply tells a story about people, and inside of that is the truth. It's so simple, it's profound, it's so interwoven, it's a tapestry, a tapestry of our American story, of our American experience, about the human experience and the human condition. Stories like that, I can't explain. I can't tell you what it's about, and I can't I can't wrap it up with a pretty bow on top. You just have to experience it. And that's the best thing I can say about this book is you have to experience it. I was drawn in. I was invested. I wanted to know what happened next. I was I was worried. I was concerned. I was scared for several characters multiple times throughout the book. I felt the highs, their highs and their lows, their worries, the relief, the fear, my relief. I love that she writes her characters in an imperfect way. And in that, they are real and they are true. And and that's it. In all of that, there's a realness and a she, she does it in this like beautifully truthful way. And she doesn't judge her characters. She shows their perspectives in a very messy, human, imperfect way. They are unapologetically who they are. And you see things through their lens. And that is what it is to be human, is to see something through someone else's lens, if possible. And the lack of understanding is what keeps us separate. And I am guilty of that. I don't understand when people are unkind or support policies that that don't support human rights and that are based on fear. That's my bias. It's my bias. I know it exists. Okay, so since I'm not going to talk about really what the book's about, and since I'm just going to blabber on about my feelings, I'm going to switch gears here. And I'm going to talk about why I didn't give it a five-star rating. I'm going to talk about my two hang-ups for the book. The main one, like I said, is at the very end. At the very, very end, it gets a bit jumbled, as in it gets a little confusing. There's so much happening, and it's kind of confusing as to who's saying what, um, yeah, it's, it's basically like a, a what the fuck moment at the end. Um, and I think that if she'd just taken a little bit more time to spell that part out, um, and I get the fluidness of it, like it felt like the pace of it had to be fast. And I understand that, but, um, it just, it was, it was very convoluted at the end. It, it felt muddled. And I think if, um, she had just taken a couple more pages and spelled that out just a tiny bit more clearly, then um, I wouldn't have had to hang up with that part. But yeah, that part um, was distracting enough to um, take away some points, in my opinion. The other point, which is a small point, and I wouldn't have knocked anything off for this, honestly, uh, was you could definitely hear the writer's sort of erudite uh, intellect or her language, and it was a tad bit too present um, for me in the writing of Leone. 
I would have preferred that that character's dialect or language be more authentic to that particular character and probably a couple other characters it might have been more relevant to as well. But yeah, that's it. I didn't mind the ghosts. A lot of people on Goodreads are um, upset about the ghost factor, but I, I'm i like, read the book. That is a key element of the entire book, especially at the very end, like the last page. It has to be there. It's everything that this family is. And it very much speaks to the ghosts of our past and how those can continue to haunt us until we let them go. I also want to speak to how this book connects links, slavery, to our current um, prison system and how slavery just been replaced with the, the prison industrial system. Well, I want to talk a little bit about how woven into this story is an element of the black experience in the United States. On page 69, Pap is talking about how his grandmother was talking about her great-great-grandmother and how she was kidnapped from Africa. He talks about, through his grandmother's voice, how her skin grew, grew around the chains and then how he can relate to what it is to have your skin grow around the chains. He says, I know what that was to be made an animal. And Richie, which is a ghost character who uh, Pop was in jail with, says the same thing about his experience in jail. He knows what it is to have those chains grow in around the skin. He knows about that jail experience. And Richie, when he was in jail, was just a young boy. He was 12 years old. He was in jail for stealing food to help his family eat. There was no food because white families would not hire black families or black people to work for them because they hated them. And then you see those pieces of injustice still alive in those communities throughout the world too. It's not just in the South. It's everywhere. In the South, it might be a little bit more present, but that exists everywhere. Okay, so the last thing I'll sort of say about the racism piece is a quote from page 171, and it's Richie, who was in jail, and he's referring to the state of the world as it was then and as it is now and how injustice is still still present. Quote, sometimes I think it done changed, and then I sleep and wake up, and it ain't changed none, dot, dot, dot. It's like a snake that sheds its skin. The outside looks different, but the inside always the same. Period. Unquote. I'm just going to let that stand for itself. I don't need to say anything about that because it speaks for itself. I could say so much more about this book, but I'd be giving too many things away. Okay, so the moral of the story is read the book. It is awesome. It is absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. It is an American classic in my opinion, and I look forward to reading her other book because that one is supposed to be phenomenal as well. So that is all for today. Thanks for listening to I Heart Reading, damn it. Again, I am your host, Jen Johnson. Please follow us or subscribe to the podcast. You can do that in so many locations. So if you have an iPhone, go to the podcast 
app. That is your iTunes. Uh, if you have an Android phone, go to Google Play Music and find that little orange button. You can download it there. You can um, download an app for Stitcher, Podbean, or Radio Public. And when you do so, you'll have that app on your phone. And you can also listen to us there. Another option is you can go to www.iheartreading.podbean.com and listen to us there as well. If you want to follow us on some sort of social media because what's up, that's awesome, then go to Instagram and check out iHeartReading. Damn it, that's probably the best place. Kind of on Facebook, but not really. Once a month, I give away a free book. So, or there's the possibility to win a free book if you are a follower of the Insta page. So long as you live in the continental or contiguous United States of America. So check that out. If you'd like to be on the show and you're going to be in the Asheville area or you live in the Asheville area, let me know. Contact me probably through Instagram would be the best place to do that. Send me a message. And uh, if you have a book that you love or hate, Let's talk about it because I can't possibly read all the books. So, and I'm curious about what you're reading. And it's a lot of fun for me to pick your brain and learn a little bit about what you loved or hated about something. Uh, If you have suggestions for what I should be reading, please let me know. You can do that on Instagram as well. And I would super appreciate that. Otherwise, I think that's it for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I super appreciate it. Keep reading and loving what you got, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.